We're glad that you're here. Welcome to so many of you who we get to see once or twice a year. Grandparents here to see grand, grandchildren and friends of the family here. We're so thrilled that you're here with us too. We have the special treat of hearing the story, the old, old story again from our kids tonight. So hopefully it comes alive as it always does, especially seeing your kids and our kids together here tonight. So I'm going to open with prayer. We're going to get started with our worship service. Would you pray with me? Father God, it is good to be together as family, the family of God, together here. We realize that there's a lot of different families represented here, different kids and grandkids and parents and grandparents and friends, and yet we're together here as your family, God, the people that you love, and we're here to celebrate your great love for us that was shown in the arrival of your son, Jesus, as a little baby born in a manger. And so we just thank you for this celebration. We pray that tonight would be honoring to you as your story is told again. I pray that as we, as we watch and listen and participate, that we would again be impressed with your great love for us and that we would experience the joy of hearing the story told by, by children. And so, Father, we pray your Holy Spirit would come into this place tonight, that this time would be honoring to you would be glorifying to you, and would be worship by us. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity. In Jesus' precious name, we pray these things. Amen. We're going to start by singing a song together. Before we do that, would you stand where you are? Would you welcome the people around you, especially if you're an Ivanrest member? Welcome people, guests here. We're going to start by singing together, Angels We Have Heard on High, and when we're done singing this song, you may be seated. But let's stand, stay standing and sing, Angels We Have Heard on High.
but all those Christmas songs keep talking about how still and quiet that night, night was. It doesn't seem like a night to keep quiet about. The animals were probably wondering why there was a baby in their feeding trough. Speaking of animal sounds, why don't you guys say animal rhymes you learned at school? while the woman put the kids to bed. Good idea. Good evening, I'm Maya Blacker, Holy 7 News. Breaking news, was it really a silent night? Let's go to Eisenhower Church for this special report. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. You scared me. You might be brave. Hello, my name is Jet Hogan, and there has been a big breakout of song over the question, Jesus forth. Was it a really silent night? Angel shepherds and a baby? Let's see what this group has to say about it. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the, the Messiah. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby back in cloth, lying in the Jesus. 
Good evening everyone, I'm Miss Moss from Holy Seven News. This group is making a joyful noise about a special night. Let's hear the thoughts, suddenly or not. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Praise you, God, in the highest heaven,
That's true, but it's a good loud. How about you make Grandma's Night and sing what and listen to what child is this?
Everyone, please. standing in the back watching the program, somebody came up beside me and said, and you're going to compete with that afterwards? I'll, just brief. I just want to leave one thought with you as you leave tonight. Um, you know, we had a family tradition when I was growing up. It didn't happen all the time, but often we would get together for birthdays. Sometime around that birthday dinner table, if it was my birthday, sometime my dad would suddenly say, let me tell you about that night. 12 years ago, or 14 years ago, or 20 years ago, and off you go into the story of the night that I was born, or whoever's birthday it was, you'd tell that birth story. And we hear it almost every year. You know, we love to hear stories again and again, especially if they're our story, especially if we're in the story. Oh, what you just heard here tonight with these kids is the same story you've heard ever since you were a little kid, right? It's the story of a, of a young girl who's scared. It's a story of her fiancé who's frightened and nervous. It's a story of an angel who's busy that night bringing messages all over the place. It's the story of, of a city named Bethlehem. It's a story of a manger stall and a bunch of animals that get to witness a birth. It's a story of some shepherds and an angel choir. 
It's a story of some wise men who come much later in the story, but we put them in the story anyways, right? It's, it's the old, old story. And you know, it's good to tell those stories again, and it never gets old. But I want to leave you with one challenge here tonight. You're here, many of you, because you're parents of a, of a child. You're here because your grandparents, your, your friends, your uncles, your aunts, you're special to these kids in some way. I want to challenge and invite you this Christmas to tell your Christmas story to them. First of all, just tell the, to talk to them about what Christmas, the true Christmas story is about, right? Because if we don't tell them the Christmas story, and not just the facts, but the heart of it, then culture will, right? And what culture is telling our kids is that Christmas is all about, they're, they're telling them the consumeristic story, right? Christmas is about getting stuff. Our culture is telling them the, the moralistic story, right? Christmas is, is the one time of the year where you do something nice, right? So for a few weeks, we're nice to people, then we go back to being our own nasty selves, right? Our cult, culture will tell our kids that it's, Christmas is the nostalgic story. It's just when old people talk about the good old days and the way that it used to be. And you know what? Unless we tell them the true story, what Christmas is really all about, they're going to start believing what culture tells them, the story that culture tells them. So I want to challenge you sometime this, this Christmas season to have a spiritual conversation with your kids, your grandkids, your nephews, your nieces, while you can. Do it every Christmas. Tell them what the story is really about. Tell them the way that God wants them to hear the story. Tell them how it's a love story. It's a love story from God to them, right? For God so loved the world that he sent his only son. Tell them it's a grace story. Tell them how you didn't deserve it, they don't deserve it, and yet God loves them and saves them. Tell them it's a salvation story, right? We talked about that here at Ivan Rest Church, if you remember here. We talked about it last week of how Christmas isn't the end of the story. There's a cross. There's an empty tomb. Tell the whole salvation story. And here's my other invitation to you. I want you to, to dare to tell these special kids that you love your story, your spiritual story, your Christmas story. Really, it's your birthday story, right? Your, your new birth in Jesus. I think too often we let life go by, and as parents, grandparents, we never tell our children who God is to us. We never tell them the story of how God got a hold of our lives. When we realize this story isn't just a story in a book, it's a story in our hearts. I don't know why we do that. Maybe we're nervous that our kids are going to think we're strange, that we're some kind of radicals. But maybe it's time that we be radicals to our kids. And we tell them, here's my story. My story of how Christmas came alive for me. Of how Jesus came and saved me. Tell them your new birth story. Now, Psalm 145 says this. It says, One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. One generation will tell the next. And we've been telling this Christmas story. We've been singing these songs from generation to generation to generation. And so I'm glad that you are telling your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, your friends, the facts of this story. But you know what? There's another majestic story. And it's your story of how God has gotten a hold of your heart that they need to hear. 
The next generation needs to hear that from you. So my challenge, my invitation to you, before Christmas Day comes and goes, don't let them have another Christmas without knowing your story, without knowing your birth story in Jesus Christ. Be that one generation that tells the next. The old, old story come alive in you. Would you pray with me? Father God, I thank you for the old, old story of your son and the older, older story of your love for us that would do anything for us and has done everything for us. I thank you for your grace story, your salvation story, your love story, and that you've made us a part of the story. It's our story. It's my story. What a privilege that is. And so, Father, we've heard the story of Christmas again from our children. And I thank you for, for, for allowing them to sing, to tell the story again. Thank you that they know the facts. Thank you that they've heard the story again. Give us the courage, Father, as the older generation, to tell the next generation what you have done for us, what you are doing for us, and to invite them again to be a part of your great salvation story. So, Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. We give you all the glory. As the angels did that first night when you were born, we sing your praises and we say thank you for this old, old story come alive in us again. We pray these all in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand with me for just a moment? We'd love to have you stick around and join us for the live nativity. It's going to be at 6.15, so you have time to go grab your kids, enjoy a donut, enjoy some drink. It's not raining too hard yet, so uh, I think we're going to be okay. Hopefully, knock on wood if you're close by. Um, it should be a fun night, fun night out there. We'd love to have you join us for that. Um, but before you go, I'd like to, you to receive God's parting blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord, turn his face towards you and give you his peace as you tell your story to all who will hear it. Amen. Thank you for coming. Joy to you.